If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of God's Internet Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. Today we are going to continue our Bible study on the book of Job in chapter 2. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast. We are going to start our Bible story talking about Job chapter 2. And I'm going to share six thoughts that God's put on my heart that he showed me as I was studying this. But first, we're going to go to Job chapter 2. So if you got your Bibles with you, open them up to Job chapter 2. And we're going to start in verse 1. And it says, And again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence cometh thou? And Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to end and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that fears God, and screw and and he screwed evil, and still is hold fast his integrity, although thou moveth me against him to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man has will he give for his life. But put forth thy hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hands, but save his life. So when Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote at Job with sore boils, from his soles of his feet unto the crown. And he took him a postured to scrape himself, widow, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Does thou shall still remain thy integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou spokest as one of a foolish woman speaketh. What shall he 
we receive good at the hands of God and shall not receive evil? In all of this, Job sinned. In all of this, Job did not sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard all of this evil he that came upon him, they came one from his own place. Abizat the Termite, Bilbah the Sunite, and Zohar the Nimanite, for they had been an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes far off and knew not knew him not, they lifted up their voice and wept, and they rent every one his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads towards heaven. And they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none speak a word unto him, for they saw that this grief was so, so very great. All right, here we go. came now to another day when the devil and the angels came upon the Lord to basically check in. And God asked Job, where was, God asked, excuse me, God asked Satan, where have you been? And Satan says, well, I've been going back and forth on the earth and seeing what was going on. And God kind of stuck it to the devil a little bit here. And he looked at and he said, have you seen Job, the one fear, don't fear evil, but fears the Lord and lives still well, basically in my own words there. And he was kind of rubbing it in because as we know from the last chapter that Job did not give in to the devil and curse God. Even after he lost all his possessions and all of his, you know, his family, but it's him and his wife. And a few hands of servants that survived the attack on the different parts of his property. We find out that God was, you know, kind of rubbing it in a little bit. See, I told you he wouldn't give in. So Satan challenges God again. Okay? And basically, his answer to God's statement that he just made was this. Well, of course he's not going to give in and sin against you when you're protecting his life or his body. He's basically saying that man will give in and give up everything to save his life. Now, that is a true statement. That isn't a true statement. Because being a man myself, I know that 
having a family, I am protect, the protector of that family. And if you love that family so much, and when someone tries to come in and attack your family, I have a feeling that the dad and the husband, if you're a real committed family like you're supposed to be, will go in and take the problem and take care of the family. So I kind of disagree with the devil here. But if this is a family man that is not really committed to his family and more committed to his life, then I would agree that he would save his own skin than his family. Now, recently we just watched the movie and I know I shared um, an escort yesterday from a TV show. Well, I'm going to do it again because I believe sometimes God uses some of these thoughts through TV shows and stuff to teach us, you know, as an illustration. And this is a transition. It's Home Alone 4, and it's a transition of a new cast for Home Alone because, as we know, the cast was replaced. So it wasn't the starring role of Kevin McAllister being starred by Macaulay Clawkin. It was somebody else, but that's irrelevant to the thing here. Well, the story picks up that the mother and the father separates and in the process of a divorce, and the father went to go live with another woman, and he told his wife during this first part of the show that once the divorce is final, I'm going to marry this woman. Well, at the end of the show, the guy found out what this woman was really, really like because he observed different times once he found out Kevin was telling the truth. And I'm not going to destroy the plot of the show. You know, you need to look it up and watch it and, you know, figure it out yourself. But the plot of the show, Kevin was trying to protect the house. And in the process, things kind of went bad and didn't turn out as the way they were supposed to be. And he got in trouble for it. And his dad at first thought he was lying. But then when his dad found out, he was telling the truth. And I think he had time to evaluate the way this woman was treating Kevin and everything. We find out that um, basically Kevin, that he, he needs to get away from this woman because it's not good for him. It's not good for his kids. So, and then he ultimately decides to go back to his family and get back with his wife. So, that's why I mean it by a committed, a committed man. Yes, they separated for a while. They had problems, but they worked it. Apparently, he worked it out in his mind, and it was him. And his wife was willing to take him back. So, that's why I mean a committed man 
uncommitted man. An uncommitted man, sometimes, you know, they feel trapped. And, you know, anyways, I agree and disagree with that statement. So God listened to him. And God agreed. He said, okay, do anything you want to his body and his life, but you keep him alive. In other words, you can't kill him. Okay? So, as you know before, God accepted it. His challenge. Devil leaves. And immediately again, he attacked Job from the top of his head to the soles of his feet with boils. And and you got to be thinking, if you're Job here, we're going to put Job here in this point. Oh my gosh, I just lost my family. I lost all my possessions. All I have left is a few hand, handmaids, a few hands, and my wife. Now, I'm sick. I got boils on me from head to toe. You know, in our human sign, he probably was looking at that. But he chose to do something a little bit first. As he was looking at it, he chose to change his clothes, get by the fire, scrape off his boils, which probably was hurting, you know, because some of them were probably pusting and, and, you know, leaking. So he had to take care of them. And he was basically sick and he probably was in pain. And his wife even went to the point here and said, you know, this is too much. I cannot believe, I cannot believe that you're still holding fast to a God that will hurt me, hurt you, allow pain to come to you. You, you should just curse him and die. In other words, the grief was so hard with this wife because she probably loved her kids so much that she basically was ready just to curse God and die. And she's suggesting that's what she's going to do and that's what Joe should do. Well, as we talked a little bit yesterday, sometimes in our grief, we do get mad at God. But unfortunately, sometimes if you're not a committed Christian as you should be, Sometimes that grief will destroy your relationship with God. You let it. God didn't do it. You destroyed your relationship with God. And you never recover from it. But if you're a committed Christian, which really the word Christian is not the thing here, because, you know, at this point in time, there was just God and his people. But if you're not a committed person of God, like Job was, and apparently Job was more committed than his wife. Now, he came back at her and said, you're talking like a fool. And, you know, serving God, we got to learn to take the good 
with the bad. In other words, we're going to have bad times when we're serving God because we're going to have good times when we're serving God. And I believe that he was thinking, you know, the devil will come against us because he's trying to destroy us. It doesn't really say if Job got through to his wife or not. It basically just stops there. And it says that through this, Job did not sin or give in to the devil. He did not curse God because he knew that God was going to, because he said it to his wife himself, God is going to bring us through no matter in our good times or our bad times. If we're on the mountains, he's going to bring us through. If we're in the valley, he's going to bring us through. And as Christians, that's what we need to look at. In fact, this Sunday, if you are can, on Facebook, in a group called God's Internet Church, and uh, that's the online church that I'm speaking here, we stream live, and uh, through the group, and as we stream live through this group, we talk, you know, we have worship and we do a time of preaching and we even do communion. We did that last Sunday. And, but I'm going to be talking on the subject of we need to praise the Lord in our times of trouble. So, this is kind of going that that direction, okay? So Job realized no matter what's coming on, God is our God in the valley, and he's our God in, when we're on top of the mountain. We need to keep praising God and trusting God that he's going to bring us through, all right? Now, that's... Going with the eye of faith and not the eye of man. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be an easy thing to do. As a human, we want, we don't want to suffer. We don't want to go through this stuff. But that's when we got to stop looking. The Bible says we got to stop looking at things with our natural mind. And look at things with our spiritual mind. And... Just praise God for it, that God's going to bring us through. In other words, we got to sacrifice what who we are and put God on the throne and say, yes, Lord, I know I feel this way, but I know you're going to bring me through. And you got to keep that faith. Now, at this point, like I said, we never heard from Lot's wife again, the way I believe in the Bible. We don't know if he got through to her. Or she packed her things and left. Or she just got cold and just sat in the house and didn't do anything for God or anything for anything. It doesn't really say. But we know how God, we know how Job responded by not sinning or cursing God. Now, at this point, Job's three friends heard about his trouble. And they came to him 
They made an appointment to get with him, come to his land, come to where he was, and be with him, and sit with him. And they saw how distraught, obviously, this was going on. Because, you know, it is affecting Job humanly. Because, you know, he lost his kids. He lost his possessions. His wife is nagging at him, telling him to curse God and die. The devil's attacking him. And, you know, as a human, we're going to experience that. We're going to go through the effects of the trial. So he was kind of emotional. Now, at this point, the friends decide just to sit with him and stay with him for seven days and nights. You know, doing their rituals and stuff that they had to do and just be a comfort to him when he was ready to start talking. Now, sometimes here... And I'm going to say this before we go into the next chapter tomorrow. Is sometimes as friends, we need to be only a listener, not an advice giver. Sometimes giving advice weighs on the person too much. Sometimes they just need to talk. And the next few things of the chapters of the book, you know, I've studied the book of Job before, and I'm going to go online now and say, these three friends were not the best friends to come and comfort him. Because they are trying to figure out what he did wrong. Instead of helping him get through it. And as we know, there's nothing that Job did wrong. It's just the devil wants to attack him and destroy him. And sometimes things happen in our life. It's not our fault. But sometimes our friends think something that we did. And instead of helping us, sometimes they condemn us. But on that note, we come to the end of the Bible study on this podcast and I like I know I mentioned already before I like to invite you at the 10 o'clock hour to God's Internet Church online through Facebook all you got to do is go to Facebook go into the upper part on the main page type in God's Internet Church and it will pull up our name hit it my name is Pastor Ron Weaver. Hit it and join our group too while you're there. But you should be able to watch it through that site. And if some reason you can't, at the, about the 11 o'clock hour, it will be shared to that group uh, as a tape, pre-taped version. Um, because... I share it there, and I share it to other groups. Now, some of you, I've shared this podcast to you. You know what I'm talking about. And a lot of you do watch live, and some of you do watch through the groups later on. But I invite you to come and spend the time with us and get to know the church, and especially in these times because 
you know, the a lot of churches are are open, and a lot of the churches are semi-open. Some are not. Some want to go to the church even though it's open, but they're scared. But my my church is basically online, and it's really a church group. But I treat it as a church, and I treat that the people who watch me is part of my congregation, and I'm your pastor. And I've been doing this a little over seven years now. And um, and I've been really committed in this, and I praise God for it. And so I hope that you join us. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Come join us tomorrow for God's Internet Church Podcast. And we're going to look at chapter 3 of Job. And we're going to start looking at Job's friends. And you'll start seeing what I mean, that they were the wrong friends to come. All right, on that note, let's like say God bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just ask you to bless me and all the listeners that have been listening today. We just ask you to help us as we take this word and live it for you and go where you need us to go with it and help people. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. On that note, let's like say God bless you. And see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. God bless you, which is tomorrow. God bless you.